Welcome to Thick Boy Fight Club. I'm your Balkan boy. It's Tyson the Beast. And uh, Thick Boy shout out for the restaurant for me, uh, Chainsmokers uh, Barbecue. It's a halal barbecue spot. It's what I'm thinking about where I'm going to go right after this podcast to eat. Um, barbecue chicken, Kansas style. Oh, um, I'm yeah. going to be the judge Corn of that. and like, it's pretty good. It's right on um, Eglinton uh, near Renforth, right in that industrial area. Very good spot and cheap too. A lot of food for the value. So uh, today I'm going to take a step away from the Tobacco. Uh, no way. Thing. Well, only only because same thing. It was a certain situation because we were in Kensington this weekend at uh, Gus Tacos uh, for the fight night. So I want to give a shout out to him. It was amazing tacos. I was complaining that it's hard to find good uh, Mexican food here. One thing Toronto does have, we have good taco spots. Kensington is a good place. Kensington's known for its tacos. There's yeah, a so spot there. Yeah, you know, there's a spot wanna... there called Tacos Birria. You can get like real tacos. Yeah, there. and you yeah. know what I mean? We had a good time. It's a vibe. Uh, so yeah, I want to shout that out, man. Because thank God for those restaurants that are able to stay open and do that type of stuff when we're not like, able to. It was nice seeing inside. the city alive a bit this weekend. Yeah, Kensington, man. Kensington was nice over the weekend. Yeah, so you, got, you know, I want to see and... people keep supporting those businesses. I, you know, it was awesome to be to see that energy on Saturday. So, you know, keep supporting these places. So shout out to Gus Tacos in uh, Kensington. Fire steak tacos. Uh, yeah, I mean, I went, I went nuts this week with eating. Really, I, fire, I, I even gotta say, like, shout out to Zorro Steakhouse in Brampton. They opened up and went and had some surf and turf not too long ago. So, yeah, now that things are opening up, make sure you uh, support your restaurants. You know, yeah, it was yeah. a thick boy weekend for sure. So that's actually why uh, today it's just us two. Um, we felt like there was so much to talk about in the MMA world, fight world, that you know we didn't want to miss that wave. Yeah, we probably didn't even touch on all of it, but I mean, let's yeah. get started on the recap. Um, so, what's your opinion of the fight Saturday and what? Man, happened? that was dark. I was thinking about <sighs> it. I woke up the still, next day bro. like, man, in a bad mood, right? Like you were depressed. A, I was like, like, yeah, like you knew. Like I was left. Involved. I was left like, yeah, like with a churn in my stomach. Just seeing like Connor there with his broken leg, like one of my favorite fighters and, of all time, and like, and like pointing and and saying all that stuff dark. to dustin it was just like so dark you know like threatening his family and stuff he's there with a broken leg you know he's gonna be out for a long time he might never come back he might never come back well he too, did you know listen, he seems to be focused on his next camp already which is well how can you focus on a camp when you have a broken leg like that your next thing focus exactly. is literally um just getting better and so i liked what he did talk about or his coach talked about about 24-hour goals I really like that that whole concept, um, even for applying it for like a camp or anything. Like, what are your twenty four hour goals? He's gonna really have to stick to that right now. Cause. Yeah, that's why I'm I'm kind of torn. Like, um, you know, I hated seeing that, but then I almost think like, man, that that same angry energy I feel like is the only reason he still thinks that he said six weeks on the crutch rebuild. Like, you know, people. You know, but you think that angry energy is what got him his leg broken? Because I mean, he came out so hard in that fight. He was I kicking. Think it was the kick. I think he was, was the kicking elbow. so hard. Yeah, I think and, was, and, and and me and Tyson, we think we he broke it on the elbow with that straight karate team. kick. That's what I think. Yeah, because um, he got up. He threw. A, if you remember, he threw a leg kick right away, like a regular leg kick from southpaw, and then he threw that karate. And you could see it. And he landed right on the elbow. Right on I mean, the elbow. Uh, for anyone that's sparred, I mean, I've thrown that kick before, accidentally on a southpaw and like from southpaw and. And landed like my foot, luckily, but like I think I broke something back then too because I couldn't walk probably for like a week. It's a, it's if you land on the elbow like that on the shin, it's dangerous. And um, and I think that's where he broke it. Yeah, and he I, landed I, right on it, twisted after. I'm super torn, right? So we don't, the only example, uh, Chris Weidman, Weidman just had his, but we do have Anderson, who in my opinion beat Michael Bisbing post that bad certain injury. People forget Michael Bisbing was a champ. Yeah. Um, and the best thing I can think of is that you know his whole goal was to fight Pacquiao and all this stuff. Anderson Silva just beat Chavez Jr., um, which I heard was which was his biggest payday. The boxing world, like, I'm not against the idea that 
Connor can still come back. I think. I think if he does come back, doing a boxing fight first would be smarter. I don't think that's what he wants though. Like I know, but the you know UFC I mean? needs to get it. Like leg like breaks legs like that. You said don't break like that in boxing. You know, MMA exactly. is a crazy sport, and you don't get okay. paid as much for it. Right? He would have gotten way paid you know? way more if he got you know? beat up by Pacquiao. I think but, it makes um, sense. Maybe he comes back to boxing, but he's coming back to MMA. Either way, either way, we're not seeing him for a while. We're yeah. not seeing him for a good a good year, year and a half. What do you think his first fight back would be? Man, it doesn't make sense. To, right away, it doesn't make Diaz? sense. Probably Diaz. Right. You know, it doesn't make sense to go after Poirier. I mean, here's the thing. I think Connor's still a great fighter, but he's fighting the absolute best guys in the world. You're fighting the most elite. Like he's literally fighting the number one, number two guy in the world. Like to be fighting those guys, you have to be so like elite and on. And I just don't know if he's there anymore. So, so this, this is, you know, this he, is can he, he still be top 10? Yeah. Can so, he still beat some guys in the top 15? So top do you think 20? Yeah, absolutely. Top, do you think he could be a top five fighter? I don't think so anymore. So this no. is where I'm kind of torn. And right? that's hard to say because I, I love watching the guy where, fight. Where would the UFC be if the standard for being done is losing to Dustin Poirier and Khabib? Those are the only two losses at the weight class. How many have you, who's ever beaten Dustin Poirier at 155 outside of Khabib? That's true. He's untested against a lot of guys. Khabib has never lost a fight. But how do you think he does against Michael Chandler? Justin well, Gaethje. Is, this, is, this, is, this is the point. Charles, uh, you, Charles uh, Oliveira. Would you not pay to see? I would pay to see that. But I mean like... Here's the thing about the UFC, about MMA and the UFC is like there are no tune-up fights when you're fighting in the UFC. Oh. You know what no, I mean? No, that's not true. I mean, there's Cerrone some. Cerrone was a tune-up fight. Yeah, okay, Cerrone. But like even that, like those are still dangerous fights. You know of what course. I mean? So for him to come back. But it's not the Michael Chandler gate. You're talking about the pound-for-pound pound top three, right? Yeah, to come back and fight those guys off like, of a broken like, so leg. So let me give an example. That's such a tall So order. let me give an example. Justin Gaethje lost two fights before getting his title shot. What's the difference between him after those two losses to Eddie Alvarez and Poirier and Conor now? Where would the sport be if the standard was, if I can't be champ, I'm going to retire? We'd have no fighters left. No, no, I'm not saying you he should no, retire. I'm not saying you're wrong, but like... No, but I'm not saying he should retire. The, it, it, him not being able to fight the top five guys in the UFC doesn't mean he should retire. Yeah, I mean, like, like, look, Nick Diaz is coming back to fight Robbie Lawler. That's going to sell like crazy. So, like, why wouldn't Conor come back and fight... Fights like Cerrone, fight fights exactly. like Diaz. I'll pay to see that any Listen, Dana and uh -huh. them need to get as much. I, I, I don't know if you guys watch this. I'm, I'm going to give the shout out because I love seeing uh, Khabib and these type of, because he's a very honest guy. He had an interview just recently with Breck Okamono. And um, he basically said like, yeah, if you, and it was kind of disrespectful. So he goes, yeah, if you give him guys like Cerrone and all this, you're going to look like a lion. But if you want to beat the Dustin Poiriers and the, you know, he brought up his boy Islam. He's like, I don't think Connor's there anymore. He brought up Tony Ferguson. He said, I'm, "There's a reason I called Tony Ferguson. It will never be the same." There's a the big, there's a big gap difference between the top five elite guys in the world and even the top ten guys, yeah. and then, and then you know, further down the line. And it's like, you know, fighting is is timing of where you're peaking and like. Totally you know, agree. Connor, Connor could could have been in his top prime at at 33 right now, but like. You know, the man literally became the richest MMA fighter of all time. In, of all time. And I don't know if anybody's you know going mean? to break like, anytime soon. For anyone to even handle it as well as he's probably done is probably an, a huge accomplishment in itself. Well, let's be How honest. many people do you know, even fighters, that would have never been able to handle Listen, that type of fame, that type of money? I'm a huge to come back fan, to fighting. But I always bring this up, and, you know, I've only I've asked you this so you were able to answer, but nobody cared about Khabib until he beat Connor. I'm sorry. And people get mad at me, but I'm. I always we know who Dustin is, but look, people now know who Dustin is because of McGregor. Exactly, like, but Dustin was like fighting forever, and he was a Charles Oliveira. He's been fighting in the WC, the UFC for so long and never gotten the notoriety or. And the I think recognition. that's why Khabib was smart for retiring. I think he knew the peak was Connor. 
He looked at the numbers. He looked at most people can't tell you the two fights he had after. I've had this conversation. I asked him, who did Khabib get the belt from? They don't know. I like Quinta if, you, if you're questioning. And I asked him to name the two people What, he what does after. Khabib have left to do? Exactly. I, mean, I, I mean, think he, he beat the number smart one. smart enough. I think he was smart. He beat Conor when Conor was at the top of his game. Realistically, top of his game. Maybe he was drinking a bit that game. I don't think he was at the top of but, his game. I mean, but I mean, near the fame, top of his game. I would say top of his fame. You know? But he wasn't the top of his game. He's beaten Dustin Poirier, who's going to be likely the champion. And he's beating Gaethje. I mean, he doesn't need to fight anybody else. What, and Chandler, I'm sorry, maybe? he beats Oliveira. No offense. I, I think love he Oliveira. beats Chandler too. Yeah. No, well, yeah, I don't think Chandler's the... I, don't, I question Chandler's chin. Chandler, I think, could have finished Oliveira, but there's something about his chin that's just not what it used to be. He, every, uh, all his losses come from these weird flash knockouts by guys who are not... Pipple at Bellator is a power uh, puncher, but like... That was weird. Uh, anybody can get clipped, but forget he's but been in a lot of saying, he's like, been in a lot of wars. Exactly, that's my you know, point. His right? wars with Eddie Alvarez, and you know he's. I mean, he's dude, been a lot Dana White is sick. His his dream end year matchup was Chandler versus Connor. That was, and that was no matter what you feel about Connor, you are lying if you're telling me you didn't want to see him versus Chandler for you. Like Poirier versus Alvier, I'm here for it. Most of the people who have these opinions about Connor aren't going to. From an MMA standpoint, that's probably the most exciting fight. I mean, Dustin versus Olivier. Like, they nah. probably have the most. The it's most, the most tactically. Tactically, like, they have the most tools. The most exciting is Chandler. Versus, they have the most weapons. McGregor. Yeah. You know, it's not going 25 minutes. You know, you're going to see freakish athleticism. You know, you're going to. Chandler versus Oliveira could come down to just grappling. It could come down to. Yeah, it's going to be a listen, war. That's yeah, going to be a listen, war. I love the Holloway fight against Poirier, but like. I'm a purist. That's just not what most people are here to see is a technical matchup. Dana White's sick. He can sit there. He has no stars. You just let go of John Jones. Yeah, let's go through it. I mean, look, John Jones is not fighting probably oh, he's next happy year. As hell right. John Jones he's, is he's just chilling, just up. getting just getting big, just getting Every thick. Every time <laughs> one of these losses happen, it raises his stock. Chandler losing rose his stock because you had a future star in Chandler. If you when wanted. John Jones comes back, he could be, he's probably going to be the biggest fight, right? I mean, he deserves it. Mean, but look what they just did to Ngannou. So, yeah, I mean, so look, now they sat Nagano out because he what? Went to Africa. I mean, yeah, let's just go to weight class to weight I mean, class. Let's we'll start with your 125. I don't, get it. Star I, don't, I don't get it, though. The guy just won the title. Let him go. Like, he's, he went back to Cameroon. He's building a house. Like, Swagging. let the man enjoy be, being a world champion. You know what I mean? Like, but he, you want him to come back and fight in, like, what, three, Ngano four months? Ngano wants the Jones fight. Ngano wants to get paid. He just fought. Dude, does anybody remember that Derek Lewis fight? No, that most was people one of the watch this fight don't even know who Derek Lewis is, and they don't realize that that's the guy who it was the most boring loss I've seen at heavyweight in a long time. That is the worst. Like, why would you want that? Now Nagano? I understand Dana's kind of reasoning. Derek Lewis has a win over Nagano. He's going to be huge in Houston, and he's fighting this undefeated guy who's also under Nagano's management. Everyone heard stories that he's an absolute killer. I'm too. not knocking Dana okay, White's cool. stance at all. He's all being right. a shrewd businessman as he should. Yeah. But so, from a fan standpoint. All right, so then who's next? We got you got Jan so, Blackovic. So let's, let's start your weight who, class. Let's start your weight class. Who, and that way we can really shine a light on Moreno, how bad Denny Jones. Moreno can't fight anyone right now. I mean, who's the biggest star? Um, is Moreno the biggest star because he's Mexican? I would say that just because. Yeah. First Mex Mexican yeah. champ. That's Let, and, and, and I'd say let the man enjoy being a champion. Let him go around Mexico promoting, building yeah. the gym, building up the, the thing till you fill, figure out a contender. Because I don't know if you do a Figueroa fight again. 135. Who's the biggest star? Cody Garbrandt could fight uh, Moreno, though. If he goes, if he just gets uh, one win that, at one twenty five, and I'm hearing he's going down to one twenty five, yeah, but he's you, getting we a top ten guy. We know, we know that wave is done. One thirty five. Who's the biggest star? You know, it's TJ. TJ, and he's coming back to fight Corey Sandhagen. And he can easily get star checks. You know, and who would be surprised? I, I would not be surprised if 
Corey Sanhagen beats him. And trust me, that's another fight that Dana White will be sick if some kid who nobody's ever heard of starches TJ Dillashaw. He will be sick. Yeah, and he has a bad loss against... Sterling has the champ who can't fight right now. Most people don't know who Peter Yan was. And then, listen, I think Cody could be the world champ, but who that does... Who, if you yeah, don't watch but listen, you don't know who is still is. the most exciting division. I mean, I really want to see Aldo versus Cruz. I don't know I why they're not making... The I don't know why they're not making that fight. I think it's... But that's the point, is like... They put who, Aldo versus Pedro Munez. Who's the star? <sighs> Nobody It's right TJ Dillashaw. The guy who just got caught cheating. Okay. If he loses, that division's screwed again. For guys like us, it's, it'll be awesome. Too bad Henry Cejudo, Henry Cejudo needs to come back. I you know? know! How ironic is Henry Cejudo yeah. would be the biggest star immediately. Yeah. Yeah. So let's go it's to Featherweight. 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 Oh, Matt, I think Max Holloway is the biggest star. Too bad he had to pull out of his fight with Yara. Two L's in a row at the division. That's like, that's like, and he has two losses to Volkanovski, which are close. Volkanovski's fighting Ortega. One. Ortega could be a star. You know, that could be an interesting fight. I just don't think he can be the champ. I don't think he beats him. I would like to see him beat him, but then... No, nah, Volkanovski's a beast. I, I think he could beat him. And he's so tactical, too. Styles make matchups. So I'm not going to play the MMA math game. Oh, this guy beat Yeah, of Holloway. course, of course. But I think Holloway has his card no matter what. So even if he wins... Like then you're in the Shark Tank and you gotta come yeah. Back well, Holloway's the biggest Holloway star. Be, I, I think, think Holloway's be. the biggest star. And then let's see uh, at lightweight. We just went over it. You know, you have Dustin Poirier fighting Charles. The biggest Rivera. stars have all been knocked out. Um, you know, are they gonna do Chandler versus Gaethje? Because that's the fight that makes the most sense. I think so too. I, I mean, I, for I, the number one contender. No, I, I think that's the, the only fight to make, right? Yeah. Like, who else is even in the Islam? So Islam fights this weekend, and um, but then if he wins, he can fight someone like Dos Anjos or no, Benal Darius. If you see smart, they give Islam the next title shot right after this fight. They were lucky they even found somebody to fight the kid. Let's be real. Nobody wants to smoke with that guy. Oliveira. Tiago Moise is this guy he's fighting. Nobody knows him, but he's he's but with the game. Like point? he's tough. He's he's taking this fight. I mean, he says wrong. he wants, but you know, he already said he's ready to fight it off his back. And I'm like, Oof. who said that? Tiago Moise. I'm like, oh. See, like he's like, I'm very good off my back. I have wins off my back. He's a jiu-jitsu black, but I'm like, man. Like people are giving crap to challenge not taking the fight. Why would you? Why would you take that fight to a guy that nobody knows who's fighting like... It's Khabib Jr. Gaethje, I think, probably would have taken the fight. I think his management is probably just being smart. If you're a manager, you stay the hell away from Islam Makovic. Why would you? Why? What do you get out of fighting? Gaethje Chandler. That needs I to agree. happen. I yeah. totally agree. But I think if they're smart, happen. they give Islam the next shot right away because he can fill that... Uh, that um, uh, Khabib voice. Man, I would have loved, his, I loved to see Gaethje versus Connor. His, his first name is literally Islam. Oh, so if you want to get the Muslim role, he'll man, be huge. He'll that be is huge. a huge. And 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 he can really piggyback off of Khabib, and Khabib will be in his corner, and like I he'll think he's a more athletic version of him, and he'll piggyback off Khabib's uh, Khabib's. I don't fight. think he's better than him, but I think he's a more athletic version of him, and he he has the potential to give us more highlight. Yeah, real I think what Khabib Khabib's special was his mind, man. He was his disciplined mind and his disciplined approach to totally fighting and having always priorities in the fight like always priorities and he said he never stopped training he goes most he goes guys like connor will never be able to get never to that point that guy's been through acl surgeries that yeah, guy's been through a exactly, lot man. guys exactly what i was about to bring up is people forget how much khabib almost retired before that third tony fight i think he's had two acl surgeries two yeah and he had an mcl issue he's had mad injuries and i want to say he had the back surgery he was this close to retiring. And you know, you're right. This is why you think Connor will make a comeback too, because Connor's come back from ACL surgery as well. And I don't know if it's it's not the same thing. I've never broken my leg, but you know, I think the the discipline of it, he he would come. Well, back. what does it mean to come back, right? If this is about entertainment, if if this was just about the best fighter being the best fighter, Islam would be a pay per view fight this weekend. Tyron Woodley wouldn't be making the you most. You think money he's that ever. good? Eh? I mean, bro, I, I do. I definitely think he's. We'll deserves, see. We'll see. This is this is his big moment. More money this is his big moment. This is his big moment. He deserves so. to be making more money than Tyrone Woodley fighting Jake Paul, and that's not how the world works. Four MMA losses in a row, and you're about to make your biggest payday. 
Isn't Who's it the sad biggest now? Fucking Jake Paul's Connor. been clowning Connor. Oh my I will be God. sick if. Do you see the chain he got? The $100,000 chain. I and then, it. like. The, He's giving it to Poirier. And then, and then him talking like he. You know, I'm Connor needs him more now than he needs if Connor. If he knocks out Tyron Woodley, I'm going to be sick. I don't like your response. I feel like you want to say something. I don't know. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. Because Jake Paul can box. We are all th- all MMA fighters Tyron's are getting old. the same thing. Tyron's getting old. You know, like, We're the, you, MMA fighters are some of the least politically correct people in the world. But when you bring up this Tyron Woodley fucking uh, Paul thing, we all get mad political. Like we all... Few Who, people. Who's Logan Paul supposed to be fighting? I heard he's fighting another MMA guy. I think Rashad Evans. That's the fight Logan trying to make. Paul is fighting Rashad. That's Evans? the fight they're trying to make. Yeah, that's the fight they're trying to make. Rashad wow. Evans coming out of retirement. I'm surprised by that. Yeah. I heard Ali Al, Al- Delaziz. I'm surprised Logan him. would even bother with that after the money he made. Yeah, he's got options. He can do it. I he figured wants. he would go after De La Hoya. De La Hoya is fighting Vitor. And to me, Vitor is a much scarier fight than Logan. So I'm very. Why would De La Hoya take that fight against Vitor? Vitor's going to be on all the sauce. No, because De La Hoya really believes he's back. Have you heard him talk? He like he. I want to see. I want to see him on. How many yes men is he surrounded by? Because he sounds like he's just he's on all not, the fucking blow. He's, he's lost Canale, his mind. He's beefing, I don't even think it's yes men. He's, he's he's beefing with Golden Boy Promotions, and he's Golden Boy. Do you think the boxing world is happy with that he's doing this? He's he, he's lost his mind. But I mean, like, how many yes men does he have around him in training that he thinks that he could come back and like? Maybe I mean, is he really killing people in training? I mean, dude, he looks good in training because he can still crack, but like. Vitor's gonna be on all the steroids. That's what I mean. But I'm sure Del Hoya's on a bunch of I'm steroids too. Maybe that's see, why he's feeling. I want to see Vitor. Maybe on that's why Del Hoya's feeling himself. And I want to see De La Hoya on, on cocaine and then just throw him in the ring because, like, when he's oh. tooted, bro, that guy. Yeah, I know. I want to see like a Tony Montana and like him just taking <laughs> shot, like, because I feel like that Triller thing with the Jake Ball thing. He was definitely. It on would literally something. be like that. It would be like that. It would. Be I like feel like we, we would. I think it, dude. I feel like I said politically correct or not. I'm here for all of this. Sadly, be honest. Are you more excited about the Islam fight this weekend or, or De La Hoya versus Vitor Belfort? De La Hoya versus Belfort. Come on. Like, I, I'm a purist. I love MMA. But, like, who doesn't want to be entertained? Who does not want to be <laughs> you know entertained? I mean? So like, this whole Jake Paul thing, the way you, when I said I'll be worried, the way you, like, the look on your face, this is our version of political correctness. Is this Woodley? I can't get people to be honest with Listen, have you ever seen Woodley actually box? Like, like properly box? Even in an MMA fight? Yeah. That's his thing. Yeah. He's a knockout. He's I a knock- knockout artist. Is I he remember- a boxer or is he a puncher? Because he, like, knows how to throw punches. But I can't remember the last time he threw a combination. Bro, I'm going to have to pull my political correctness card on this one and, and not... And not comment, right? So it's, like, a hard... It's hard. I can't. I'm very, I'm very concerned. And I don't like how angry Woodley's getting... I just hope he's actually taking like, the training with Mayweather serious, and it wasn't just a photo op. No, no, I think he, no, I think he's taking training because he said something smart. He goes, "This kid's trying to trick you. He, he, he's a fighter." I do like that part, but I don't like how easily agitated he's getting. It's just not. He's good agreeing for the to training. the tattoo bets and all these. Weird, I'm just like, not. I don't agree to. I don't like it, and part of me is because I Listen, think he's he won't even it. agree to 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 donate the money if he loses. That was huge concern for me. That he, was like that was a huge concern. I like, did not ooh. like that. And then people are like, oh, why doesn't Jake Paul do it? It's like, because sadly, Jake Paul's the one who has the money to make that bet. Woodley does not have an extra $15 million to be like, oh, around. yeah, I can take my. You see buff, what I'm saying? Yeah. And so that was a huge concern for me when he didn't take that bet. I just was like, ugh. And the way he, like. And they're in Jake Paul's hometown, too. That's where the fights happen. Yeah, in Ohio. And like, I don't know. This is. But, 
I guess I bring up the Woodley thing to say, like, you know, we're here for it. And I just brought up, like, dude, there's very few MMA fights left right now that I'm more excited about than that. It's going to be Jake Paul versus Dana White. <laughs> That's what I mean. Like, <laughs> I just mean, like, they're going to go ahead. And listen, almost listen, fought Tito, listen, Tito Ortiz. Listen, I don't know how any MMA guys can really uh, knock Jake Paul because he's really speaking up for MMA guys that can't speak up. You mean like the things he's been saying about fighter pay and all this stuff? Like, how can you not rate the well, guy? Well, you know what Jake Paul's exposing? How can you not rate the guy? That a lot of MMA guys aren't as purist as they claim. And I said because I've I watched the reaction. Joe Rogan, when he was talking about this to Brendan Shaw before the fight with Askren, he goes, I, I watched the whole MMA community do this with Connor all the way up until the 13 second knockout. I watched people deny him every step of the way. And they knocked out Aldo and a lot of people because we, we let our emotions get involved with how we feel. Do you know why boxers are supporting Jake Paul? Because that's been part of their sport forever. They know how you talk has yeah. nothing to do with your skill. Nothing, man. They've had the Muhammad Ali. One punch they've... can change your life. Roy Jones. One punch can change your that's life. That's the only reason I start. I took. So listen, I made that bet. I made. I, I, I showed the ticket after. A lot of people got mad, but I bet with Jake Paul against Askren because I said, like, I'm going to listen to boxers' opinions before I will MMA guys. And it's a boxing fight. Zab Judah was. Very clear that he thought Jake Paul was more dangerous than people. I don't think Mike Tyson's a fake guy to the point where he'd support anybody he thought was trash. I'd seen him badmouth Mayweather when he was at the peak. When I saw Mike Tyson's reaction to Jake Paul's training, I was like, oh, this kid must be doing something that these guys see. And when you have that much money, bro, can you name three fighters in either sport that has more money and resources than Jake Paul? He can literally train the way Mayweather trains. So uh, boxers know that. Boxers know how important it is to have money, re a ring in your house, resources. Flores, John Pascal is a strength. Anytime partner. you could do pads, and anytime you could be like pad work. And Dude, look at the sparring like partners: Andrew Tabidi, uh, John Pascal. Him and Bo Flores met because he was a sparring partner. Like all the so money you could spend know. on recovery, all the money you could spend on nutrition, all yeah, the money you can spend on trainers, sparring partners, um, people looking at. You don't think they're studying Tyron Woodley? Like, there's so much footage bro, he, on this bro, guy. Who's Woodley's, you could... who's Woodley's coach? I don't know. Is it going to be Ben Askren? Because he was Ben Askren's coach. And, and I watched the press <laughs> conference. He goes, my sparring partner will beat you. Because how, and Jake Paul was like, well, I'm sparring with Jake. You know, he named a bunch of world champs. And I didn't hear Tyron respond with any boxers. I don't like the idea that you don't have any prominent boxers as sparring partners. That's very odd to me. And it almost makes me wonder, is the boxing community on Jake Paul's side? Where Other than Mayweather, who's reached out to him? That's very concerning. I, I don't know any of the people he's sparring with. I've never heard of any. Like, I know Mundo because he's Rigondeau's coach. Everyone it's knows crazy that we're talking about this kid so much because I didn't even know who he was. Uh, I don't know anything about his YouTube thing. I don't know anything about that stuff. But you know what? He's really helping out boxing. Thank he's God really helping out MMA. MMA. And what he's you doing know, like MMA. he's helping out boxing and he's helping out MMA. He's literally giving a spotlight way more and, and bringing way more eyeballs to both sports. Well, th this is my concern with MMA. So, you know, his brother was like a state champion wrestler, right? And, yeah. Uh, and he was like an All-American from Ohio. Ohio is some of the best wrestling in the country. Yep, that's right. Shouldn't MMA guys be the ones who realize that if you have a wrestling background and resources that you can be a good fighter, we're the ones who... That's we what should we, know that better than anybody. Yeah, that's how most MMA champions are made. They were just good wrestlers Bro, who figured 70 out... 70 to 80% of the UFC can't say they were state champion wrestlers. Like, literally, Logan, his brother, has a better wrestling pedigree than like 80% of... People get mad at that. Go look it up. How many guys were Division One level state champion wrestlers, and yet MMA doesn't want to support them? It's very confusing, and I, I'm, I'm very worried. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Like, I'm like, I'm happy for MMA in a weird way, but if he gets knocked out, man, like, 
And Ty uh, Willie's your boy. Oh, he's from. Oh, he's from, be sick, bro. He's from Missouri. Like it'd be so much better if Chandler was like champion. Like okay, whatever. But like I can't keep seeing all these L's, bro. Like <laughs> they're just doing Missouri dirty right now, man. Somebody has to rise. Like we need. That's why we need. That's why we need Molina or one of these guys from Glory. We need. We need Kansas City, Missouri, St. Louis. All you guys. We need somebody to bring us back, man. Because it's been a. If Woodley loses, it's gonna be. It's gonna be a hard pill to swallow for a lot of MMA fighters. Yeah, and speaking of welterweight champions, let's move on from the what we were saying about who Dana White has left. I mean, that welterweight, he's got Kamar Usman. All his champs are getting knocked out Usman, by Usman. Is Kamar Usman a big, a, a big star? You know what I mean? Sadly, no. No, but I mean, he's getting there. He's getting the recognition as as a, as a top welterweight this, champion. This is the reality. MMA he's fighters, lapping guys. He's lapping guys. He's literally going like on a tour of beating guys again. If he had a big mouth, you know? he'd be a star. And that's what people. I don't stop bringing up Khabib. Khabib did not become a star till he beat somebody with a big mouth. To become a star, you either have to have a big mouth or beat up a guy with a big mouth, and that's just the reality. Yeah, and how you know how Khabib literally had to act out of character. To this is why out of sign is probably the biggest star in the UFC right now. He has the mouth, but yeah, he just he took out. He just took that out to, to uh, Jan. Um, but he had a, he picked up a win. Marvin Vittori, he beat Marvin Vittori. Yeah, but like, you know, he has, he, he's he's probably the biggest star in the UFC right but, now. But, you know, he could lose to Robert Whitaker. I know. That's the fight that they're doing, and, you know, he could lose to so, Robert yeah, um, yeah, man. Like middleweight's, said, middleweight's, a, middleweight's a tough... Um, Robert Whitaker's a tough fight for him, man. I think, yeah. I think that the way Robert Whitaker's been looking lately... I don't know if Izzy's going to do that. So I, I, so I, before we wrap up, because our, our awesome, and by the way, shout out to Top Mutt Studios. We're going to do uh, a shout out, a, a sponsor shout out at the end. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so before we wrap up, let's just do a quick, Who in in a year, um, I'm just going to ask you these questions. Who will be the 125 champ? Uh, Moreno, probably. Still. 35. 135. Jan. 145. Um, well, Holloway, if he's healthy. If not, Volkanovski. 155. Um, the Poirier. Oh, so you're taking him over Islam and and Oliveira, yeah. Welterweight. Because I don't know. Well, in a year's time, yeah. Welterweight. I think Usman retains it. 85. Oh, tight between Whitaker and Izzy. I'm going out of sight. 205. A year from now. A year from now. That Jiri guy. Jiri Petrescu. Heavyweight. Nagano. So Jones will not be a champion in the UFC in a year. I don't know if the Jones comes back in a year. And then final, I want the, the answer now on camera. Is Woodley a 1-0 boxer come September? No. All right, well, that's Thick Boy Fight Club. I'm not giving any of my answers. All I, right, just, well, I, I use you to and <laughs> give our shout-out to our sponsors, though. Sponsor shout-out for Thick Gang. We got Top Mutt Studios, best podcast studio in the city. Come no check doubt. it out. All if right. you guys want to get your stuff done. Come yep. here. This is the spot to do. And they do music recording. What else? Shout out some stuff. What else? Do you do? Music. Commercials. commercials video, editing, skits. Skits. I know you guys see our skits. We're hilarious. I know. You know, and then all the friends that support us. Clinch Culture. Kimura Kimura Wear. Wear. Tank Tops are coming next Ooh, week. I need one. Bearded Bites. Um, who else? Clinch Culture. Blessed Edibles. Blessed Edibles. Yeah. Just for Kicks. Gas Dank. For that we, gas. We got some sports. We got some sports bars. Sports bars. You know the vibes. We're getting too many sponsors. Thank you, everyone, for the love. Kang and Water. Yeah, like I said, we have to take a, a day to talk about all this MMA stuff. Sometimes we forget that we're, we're a fight podcast, which is a good problem to to have. But, um, yeah, man. So, guys, remember to like and subscribe and give us your opinions on some of the stuff we're saying. If you think we're crazy, let us know. We'd love to hear people's opinions. What do you think about the state of boxing and MMA in the mix? And, uh, yeah, we definitely want to get more interaction from you guys. So, uh, thanks for tuning in.